across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Women for Girls uh, is a registered non-profit organization. Uh, they run a three-year program for girls in a university, starting right from their first year to third year, where they provide mentorship and support to girls during those vital years of their lives, as well as, of course, of their education. To tell us a little bit more, we're joined in studio by uh, Karaba Mutong, who is the co-founder of Women for Girls, and Rulanin Komo, who is a member and also a member of the Funding and Membership Committee. Ladies, uh, thank you so much for coming in this evening. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having us. Karabal, let's start off with you. Uh, when it, come, it came to starting this organization, uh, what was the inspiration behind that? I think um, it came from my own experiences. So um, I studied in Grahamstown, uh, coming from the Val. Makado. Ma? Makado, it's not Grahamstown anymore. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Correction. Ah, you guys are the young generation. <laughs> you must know these things. We need to know these things. <laughs> So, so yeah, I mean, I looked at um, the the challenge that it was for me, you mm. know, first of all, to adapt to being far away from home and to adapt to a different kind of environment, you know. And um, I mean, where I went to school, I didn't even have access to computer. We didn't have we didn't have computer studies at mm-hmm. school. And you, I got to varsity, and in the first week, I was told you need to go type an assignment. Uh, however many words and I I mean I was at a point where I didn't even know how to switch on a computer you know so I literally had to start there before I could even type my assignment you know yeah. and and that's really how it started you know so just going back through some of the those challenges that I went through and I realized that there's a lot of girls even in, in, girls that are probably going through the very same thing so yeah so that's how it started and you've been in in, in um, how long have you been in existence 2016 yes so we yeah so we started in, in 2016 but we had our first intake of girls only in 2017 okay yeah so that would mean that because we're in 2019 so that would be your first batch of first year so they're in third year now yes, they are. we actually had a graduation ceremony last night oh fantastic so, so yeah so that was a very special moment for us and what did that feel like because you were graduating two things yes the, the you know the girls were graduating but you were also graduating the first lot of of you know of this particular organization it's sort of like giving birth to a baby you know how did it feel you know i said that it it, it was very special it it felt like a dream coming true mm-hmm. you know um it, it really took me back you know to the days when we really started when we were struggling trying to get the girls you know and there were times we obviously wanted to give up you know as as, as it would be with any other challenge but seeing that 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 dream realized for me yesterday you know looking at those girls hearing their feedback from yesterday uh, we were i think we we're just in awe in you know awe. we we're just amazed at what we had achieved and i mean you know you do this you know you do this every day you know you you continue over three years and you don't even realize the impact that you're having on these girls yeah. you know and it's only up until yesterday you know when we had the girls we invited their their friends as well and we had our own special guests as well and i mean they applauded the work that we do and if for us it was we were shocked we didn't realize that this is how much we actually do. So yeah, yeah. I, I want to take one step back before I before I bring you in, Rulani. Um, how do you identify the girls? Where do you find them, and and how you know do you bring them into the fold? Okay, so let me tell you how we brought in the first batch of girls. Okay, which is a very very admin and tedious process. We had to wait for the metric results to come out. Yes. and what we did was we literally targeted newspaper articles, media, uh. Any media advertising or, or um, what's this information, information you know yeah. on on schools that had done well. Mm-hmm. So we looked at those schools and obviously we identified schools that are in in uh, disadvantaged areas. We literally had to go 
call the schools, call the principals, ask them to identify girls that had done well, you know, and who were obviously coming from a different background, who disadvantaged backgrounds. So um, that's how we started with the first batch. And and then I, you learned your lesson. No, yeah. yeah. We did. <laughs> So I mean, uh, the last two years have been much easier because then we got our own girls. So the first, the first, the 2017 intake, we yeah. ca- we got them to then start identifying girls within their circle. Yes. So younger girls. So so for now, it's actually a lot easier. I mean, the girls just come to us. Yeah. But also, what we do is uh, we we advertise. You know, we we call out, we put out a call for applications in in the beginning of the year. So we let them send us email to motivate why they should be on the program. So okay. so yeah, that's how we t- yeah get them we in. we now have caught up to using social media. <laughs> <laughs> this wonderful thing called social media. Uh, Rulani, for you, um, where did it all start? So for me, I know Garabo and Mulalo. Those are the Garabo's one of the other co-founders. Lalo's the other co-founder. Yeah. From Rhodes, we were all in, not in Grahamstown. <laughs> we were all in varsity together. Uh-huh. And um, so Lalo gave me a call and she was like, look, her and Garabo are starting this thing. And, you know, they called some of their friends and they need some help and would I be keen to join in and I was like of course I'd be keen so that's actually how I came to then be in the program and this was like in 2016 eh? yeah. Yeah. yeah that's when we had our our first little like meeting where they were telling us what their plans were and I think we all were like oh my gosh those are great plans but we didn't actually think that they would materialize like they have now you mean like you know generally what happens in South Africa? You talk, 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 but nothing. Implementation, yes, implementation yes. is the challenge. So, so when did you realize that actually you know this is this is going to happen? I think it's when we got the first intake of girls, uh-huh. and we met with them at the Nelson Mandela Foundation, and they were like all sitting there and you know excited and we were excited and I was like okay we're actually doing this (laughs) and like every sort of thing has been like a okay we're actually doing this kind of moment because one of our big events of the year is the camp where we deal with quite a lot of things Mm -hmm. so our first camp I think that was like okay we really are doing this and I think just from there it's just been you know keep keep going just the momentum that kind of keeps you going um so funding and membership committee a mentorship what am i saying membership (laughs) um so i'm assuming that mentorship is a very important part of this but you don't necessarily provide financial assistance yeah we don't provide financial assistance so the the funding committee is for us to actually run the program because Mm -hmm. the girls don't contribute anything so when we started out um, we were self-funded. We still pretty much are, but now we actually try to get donations and stuff because okay. in the beginning where we only had 10 of the first-year girls and 10 of us, we were able to like pick them up in our cars and like pay for everything ourselves. But as we've grown over the years, the camp venues, the all the all the events that we do are actually starting to cost a lot more money. Yes. So we have to try and raise funds to actually keep running the program. That's so. what it's called having kids, guys. <laughs> <laughs> kids will bankrupt you. So if, 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 we didn't know. <laughs> if people want to get hold of you, if people want to help out, what's the best place to do that? So we are active on social media. Yes. Um, it's at Women for Girls SA. Mm-hmm. Uh, alternatively, um, so this is Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Twitter. And um, we also have an email address, um, which is NPC. What is it? 
It's NPC Women for Girls SA at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're going to put all of those details up on our social media handles. And hopefully, you guys are going to get lots and lots of money. People coming in and saying we want to help. <laughs> so. um, but thank you. Thank you for all the wonderful work that you guys are doing. Really appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. That is Karabo Motong, a co founder of Women for Girls, as well as a Rulani Nkomo member, as well as part of the funding and mentorship committee. Uh, It's just gone at 10 to 8 on a Saturday evening and it's time to pay the bills.